Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Secret Dump. Episode four, five, six, four. It's the fourth dump. Thank you all for chiming in and agreeing with me that Moshe uh, put the risk of his family... That is true. I would say that on the, the line to try to save $30. The results are in and people definitely think that I should not have waited on hold with AAA. For three hours. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get way, a free toe. The way they say it too is not like, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like I'm a fan. It's like, a, I, it's like you're an idiot. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, dude, no. Or, you know, like, uh, yeah, your safety of your child probably comes first. <laughs> Stuff like that. I mean, come on. We've been doing a lot of bickering. No, we haven't. Any other um, polls that we... Any other polls? Oh, the tattoo. Now that, I got some more varied results. Do, do people think you should get a stick and poke tattoo of your daughter's initials on your chest? <laughs> uh, Natasha, it's poke and stick. <laughs> what did I call it? A stick and poke. I like stick and poke better. But it's not what it's called. Poke yeah. and stick. No, stick, poke, wait. Now I, no, I don't know what it's called. Anymore. Poke, stick it. Fuck, maybe I shouldn't get this tattoo if I don't even know what it's called. Um, some people thought it sounded cool. Some people pitched me specific tattoo ideas. And one person said it was, the collarbone is the most painful place to get a tattoo he's ever experienced. At any rate, I still don't have it. Well, it seems like you're winning a lot of these polls, Natasha. I okay, okay. Well, why don't we? Why don't we? Our most recent fight that we got in yesterday. Well, this one isn't up for a poll. I mean, I'm no. I think they're. I, I'm clearly in the right. That's not true. Okay. I think I'm in the right, and I think you that do? people will agree with me. 
in one aspect. Were you about to extend your hand to do a bet? Oh, no, no, no. I'll take the bet. No, no. One aspect. I think they'll agree with me more. All right. Let's find out. Okay. Here's the situation. <laughs> okay. One one of our dogs. Oh, I, hold. Yeah. Okay. One of our dogs. I was upstairs. Shit on the steps. Okay. I was upstairs. Car- the carpet on the steps. Okay. No, it was it was on the hardwood floor. I was upstairs. I was at work. I, I have a job now, which is pretty cool. I'm in a writer's room, but on Zoom. So I'm in my office upstairs. I came down because Natasha was texting me about something, uh, a very small thing, actually, that she wanted me to take care of while I was at work. But I, 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 just, I ran downstairs to help I'm a, as a hero. Even though I was at work, I said, I'll be right back. I ran downstairs to help. And as I got to the bottom of the stairs, I did smell like, you know, that, ga- that gas puff of a freshly released pile of dog shit when it when the when the skin cracks and it's like ew you know what i'm talking about no like when you step in shit it's all of a sudden like Koof. i guess i smelled it but i didn't know where it was i was like there's shit somewhere i didn't know i'd stepped on it i ran all the way downstairs i came all the way back up to work and i and and i realized as i was coming back into the door the- that I had stepped in dog shit at no, the foot of the stairs. That you had tracked dog shit. I didn't realize that then. Over all of no, the carpets in the house. I didn't realize that then. I didn't even think about my my path. I just was like, oh, that's where the shit was. And so I took my sandals off and I was I washed them. And then I went back to work. Then I came down. And you found out what had happened. Because I cleaned up the shit as well. Right. I smelled what had happened. You had smelled what had happened. And I would say, how would you describe it? I screamed. I would call it an instantaneous, unrelenting barrage of of scream, and it and it immediately, for some reason, it was actually an imp- it was impressive to me because it was immediate that it wasn't. You did the whole tracking, which was interesting because my mind hadn't gone there. You're like, you walked down the stairs, you took the step, you walked over this carpet, down the other stairs, then downstairs into the backyard and then back up, up the stairs. And you started, you immediately pivoted into six months ago, you suggested we <laughs> we make our house a shoes off house. I don't know why you're laughing because that's why I think people are going to agree with me. Everyone says with COVID, take your shoes off. This is just a time when there's a lot of infectious diseases. I've already asked you slash begged you to take your shoes off when you come in the house and you don't want to and see if you're barefoot as i know because i do it almost daily when you step in shit you feel it you had you had shoes on so you didn't feel it okay first of all that's the worst (laughs) argument for why you should go barefoot i've ever heard go barefoot because when you step in a raw pile of dog shit you'll be able to feel it on the on the sole of your foot but what i was saying was that the conversation was about stepping in the shit and you jumped to a conversation we had had six months ago about whether or not we were a shoes off house, which we'd <laughs> never agreed on. And she just started screaming. This is why I said shoes off house. This is why I said shoes. Scream, <laughs> screaming. I didn't scream. This is why I said shoes off Pretty house. Much. I just, I remember going, ah, like actually screaming. No, it was, I wasn't screaming words. No, you were. You Yes, you were. Maybe you were in a fugue state, but I, I, I ran away. I literally ran. You slammed the door really loud. I ran and I slammed. I ran and slammed. I did a classic ran, run and run. That's the only time I've kind of felt sorry for our daughter. Like it reminded me of when my parents fought. Well, it was definitely wild because I had done nothing wrong. I had accidentally <laughs> stepped in a shit, didn't know it, and went downstairs and upstairs. And the thing that you were yelling me about 
was that I hadn't agreed to make it a shoes off Japanese style household six months ago when the quarantine began. But why not? Because why have your shoes on in your house right now? That why are they gross. connected? My question is why are they connected issues? Like I get that you made the connection and, and there is a world that if that conversation six months ago had gone differently, I wouldn't have tracked the shit in that particular way. But it wasn't the issue at hand at that point. At that point, we were talking about the pile of shit. Well, that's just kind of how I argue. I just grasp grasp for, for anything. You pivot. I, guess. <laughs> I was yeah. a pivot and run and scream. A pivot and scream. I did a a, a, a I, run and slam. I just I just think that a shoes off house. Why not do everything that people are saying right now because of the infectious disease? So it's a it's a COVID issue now. Yes. All right. Well, out of respect for COVID nineteen. Um, I, at this point, well, I'm wearing shoes right now, but sometime soon I will take them off. See, I'm wearing slippers. I was wearing slippers. <laughs> they were slides. They were not, they were not shoes. They were slides. But even the slipper, you wouldn't be able to tell you stepped in shit. You, t you make an argument for bare contact. Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's see what our listeners think. <laughs> Uh, let's They'll take, all side with you. I want to listen to some secrets. I do too. Let's see if anyone can beat stepping in a pile of shit and tracking it literally through the entire house. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Uh, big fan. I was just listening to the newest episode and a girl called in and talked about how she had her sexual awakening to uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. And I like almost stopped breathing because I had my sexual awakening to Jim Carrey's The Mask. Uh, Wait, so I feel like I just found some, somebody, somebody, somebody yeah. stop this secret. Somebody stop me. What is happening with Jim Carrey? He's cute. All right, let's go. Let's go. What? Go back a few seconds. I gotta. I was trying to make a somebody stop me joke, but I don't get it. It's from The Mask. Oh, I didn't see it. I'm sorry, hon. You don't need to be sorry. It wasn't funny. I can admit that at this point. <laughs> uh, so I feel like I just found a soul sister listening to your podcast. And um, I don't know. As a kid, it really did it for me. And I think maybe a little bit still. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Amazing. What was your first woman that you thought was attractive that was on something? Honestly, you. I'm serious. Reading the 911. <laughs> Um, the first woman I was hot for, I think the Noxzema girl, when she splashed the water on her face like it was a big pile of cum. Remember that ad where it was a big pile of cum that she splashed in her face, but it was water, but they yeah. really obviously meant it to be a big pile of jizz. Is that really? But I remember she was cute. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't supposed to be. Oh, okay. I didn't uh, know if that was really your first girl. No, it was, though. I think she's probably the... I don't know. I think so. What about you? What's your first uh, hunk, hunk, hot, hot hunk? I used to Morrissey? like no. I used to like 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 um Jason Bateman. He was like Jason in, Bateman. He was like in sitcoms. Really? Yeah. Haven't you like met him and interacted with him? Jason Bateman? No. No, never. Oh, interesting. Jason Bateman. Mine was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Is that really from? He was the he was the per in Tool Time. My sexual awakening was. <laughs> When I first saw Jonathan Taylor Thomas come on screen, and I just like, I just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take another one. 
Hi. I have a secret to share. I live in New York. I and the pandemic is still super um active here, right? So I made a pandemic decision to be a foster home for a shelter dog. Um I love her to death. It's just she's getting on my nerves like really bad. I have a two bedroom apartment. She has one bedroom. Actually, she has a living room. The other bedroom's my office. I can't sit down and work. She, like, comes up to me. She licks me. She paws me. Um, her fur is everywhere. I vacuum twice a day, mop once. And it's just, oh, and her poop. She poops three to four poops in one walk. And I try to be, like, environmentally friendly. And use one poop bag for all four poops. So I have to strategically pick up the poop. And in New York, you know, it's just like summers out here are tough. So I end up picking up one poop bag. By the end of my walk, it's just a bit, a bag of nasty, nasty poop. Anyway, um, so my secret is I may or may not regret this decision to foster a dog. Um, leading towards regret and I'm so glad I have this line to leave the secret because everyone who asks me about it I tell them it's going really well love the dog <laughs> you know so happy I did it etc etc <laughs> so it's happy. a tough one she's tough and I'm just you know it's been two weeks and I'm just kind of pulling my hair out thank you <laughs> For letting me leave my secret here. Bye. First of all, I don't think a dog should get its own bedroom. <laughs> what like, about a bedroom and a living room? <laughs> the whole thing with like, oh, the dog. Like, it's a dog. Like, I, 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 I was always taught, like, you don't even need to, like, when you're leaving or entering a room, you don't need to look it in the eye. It's underneath you. You know, it's like, it's your dog. It does what you say. That's why we get them. Hey, lady. Ever heard the expression... Not a dog person. <laughs> Dude. She's like, she's like, it's just a tough dog. It's like, it's a really challenging doggy. <laughs> it comes up to me. Uh, it licks me. It shits on the street while I walk it. It uh, it barks and pants and eat. it's like she, you're describing a dog. Like no shitting four times. That's that's a, that's like pretty annoying. Also, bring four bags. The environment, like... The environment. So you're saying dogs are beneath you and fuck the environment. No, I I just don't think that dogs and cats, like, shouldn't they be our pets? I do agree with you. You know, like, they don't necessarily have to sit on, like, your couch next to you and, like, you know, (laughs) you can, like, have certain kind of rules. I also didn't need her to say the words foster parent. You're not a foster parent, Okay. You got a dog. No, but I, I honestly think, in my opinion, I would bring four bags. If if, if the dog's shitting four times, yeah. don't keep opening up a shit bag. You run the risk of getting it. Like, there's an infectious disease right now. You don't need dog shit all over your hands and then it's touching the, your face. It's, it's the same argument <laughs> as the slipper argument. It's true, though. You got to up things up a little bit. Dog shit and COVID are not really connected. No, you know what? I'm just saying, sanitary-wise... Like, also, it's like this is uh, you got a mask on. Like, don't don't try to reuse your shit bag. Does she give the dog back? Of course. She doesn't love the dog. And she's just fostering it. Now, that's a poll for the people. 
if you foster a dog or you know how there's that whole like moral thing about like if you adopt a dog it's for life and you're kind of a deadbeat if you give a dog back you know but if you're fostering the dog the then then you didn't agree to adopt it can you give a dog back guilt-free if you're fostering it tosh yes people tell us what do you think let's play another secret here's my secret i have three teenage daughters and sometimes they leave their clothes in the dryer for days on end so my passive aggressive punishment is every day it's in there i take a piece of clothing out of it and i put it into either a donate pile or i put it in a trash pile depending on how many holes it is so far, we are on day five of my youngest leaving the clothes in the dryer, and I'm not budging, and I'm just throwing sweatshirt after sweatshirt after sweatshirt into the donate pile. I truly don't think they even notice. Love you both. Bye. Is that a bad mom? I don't know. I, I like that idea that everyone does their own laundry, but most people I know kind of wait on their kids, and I wait on my kid. Wait. What part of you think? Why doesn't she just do the laundry if she's like, if it's easy for her? What do you mean? She was like, you, every kid needs to do his own laundry. Well, that's clearly the agreement that they have to take their clothes out of the laundry. Right. You think a bad parent doesn't do their laundry for their kids? (laughs) No. You ever heard of chores? I was was (laughs) mostly kidding. Wait, the funny part to me was that that person bought the clothes in the first place. So they're they're throwing away clothes that they purchased. They're not punishing their children. They're just robbing themselves. I don't know if that's a bad parent. I definitely did laundry as a child. I did not. I spent most of my childhood doing laundry. Mm. Now I spend most of my days doing your laundry. No, I, I don't. But I do sometimes. You sometimes do. I do sometimes as well. I, I know how to do laundry from my childhood. Is it I hard really to do laundry? Good. Well, you sort it. Do you know how to sort it? Yeah. <laughs> In the colors? Yeah, you take the, the black clothes and the white socks and you wash them together. And then I like to put OxyClean into the light colors or the, you know, the things that need to be bleached or mm. that are still colored. And then, um, yeah. Can, I you like do, to... can you describe how to do laundry with <laughs> ASMR? Like, like, really, like, the way that I like to do laundry is. And then um, I like to put in the soap. And I, sometimes I like to get it just a little bit past the full line to make sure it gets really clean. And you're, then, you're moving into porny, porny territory. Oh, I don't know what ASMR No, you were doing it. At first, okay. it was very ASMR. It was like, I'll tell you. ASMR? Uh, uh, ASMR, yeah. AMS, yeah. I, at first, you okay. I'm gonna do what you did. It was because it was a nice evolution. I understand why you did it too, because it, they feel connected. You're like, I like to take the soap and to put the soap in the box and put it just above the fill line, and then sometimes I like to swirl it around <laughs> and just watch as the soap fucking melts all over my chest. So you see the. That's cute. You're cute. I liked it. You're the best, cutest laundry laundry person. Speaking of laundry, I have more to do tonight, so maybe we should just take one more call. Let's do another. Hey, guys. I have a pretty underwhelming secret, um, but I was back on OkCupid a few years ago to try to find, like, my husband, 
And I came across this really hot guy's profile. And his favorite book said, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. And I said, okay. And I bought the book so I could put it on my bookshelf. So when he came over, he could see it and know that I was really, really deep. And, uh, you know, long story short, he didn't even want to date me. So I still own the book and I have still never read it. All right. That's all. Thank you. I think that you should definitely read the book. I have never read it, but just like it came into your life. Oh, I like that. You know? Spirit of Adventure. Yeah, the guy kind of was a dud. And uh, see if it takes you anywhere. So in a way, you're saying have a very zen approach to this yeah, situation. Yeah, that's what I would do. Have a zen approach to the zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was just thinking about the guy and how creeped out he probably was when he got to your house. And the book he mentioned as his favorite book was like a crisp, brand new copy from Amazon, probably with the receipt still on it, was on your bookshelf. I, would be, I wouldn't want to date you either. I'd be like, you bought this book because you know I like it. I got to go. That's where you'd be gulping, huh? Yeah, man. I'd be like, this is, I'm freaked out. I jump on my Harley that I recently repaired using the power <laughs> of the Buddha, and I get the funk out. Do we have a more uh, an ex- exciting one to to say goodbye on? One more before the dump is done. Uh, hi. So this is uh, a secret for the secret line. Uh, when I was in about grade three, I want to say maybe four. Uh, I w- went to my friend's house after school to hang out and, you know, we were just hanging out, watching Arthur, doing regular kid stuff. When we got onto the conversation of how we both the- enjoyed the company of, uh, pillows, if you, if you catch my drift. Um, and we decided that we would, um, you know, show each other our moves, so to speak. Um, and, during this time, he tapped out way earlier than me because, you know, I'm a champion pillow, uh, pillow, pillow friend of the pillows. And, uh, his dad came home while I was butt naked humping a pillow in the living room. And, uh, my friend was of Japanese descent, if I didn't say that earlier. So his dad didn't speak any English. So I quickly threw a blanket over myself. His dad came down the stairs, talked to his, my friend completely in Japanese while I had no idea what was being said, quivering under a blanket while naked. And, uh, yeah, he went back upstairs. I asked my friend what he said, and he basically asked what the fuck I was doing. So, yeah, just wanted to uh, let you guys know that one. All right, bye. <laughs> Wait, so his friend finished humping the pillow, put his pants on. And the little and American then... boy was still just like, bra, bra, bra. This is pure goose down. <laughs> like, I I never understood that idea of masturbating with someone. Well, right. Is that a right. thing that guys do? I did this. This scenario. Except without the whole Japanese uh, father coming in and the whole I was alone still. You humped a pillow with a friend? I like had a thing with a friend where we were both, I had these like long pillows and we both like dry humped them when we were like seven. Looking at each other? We weren't gazing at each other's eyes but there's like a weird doctor 
like situation happening when boys are first kind of discovering like themselves as being like horny creatures but like i never i never uh hooked up with the guy but i definitely like did you hook up with the pillow i hooked up with the pillow yeah you goddamn right i hooked up with that pillow hell yeah are you a friend of the pillow <laughs> i mean it is so funny dude like that uh, the idea that, they, that that dad was like an immigrant too is so funny because he's just like he doesn't know he might be like this is what americans do like he might just be like i guess american boys fuck pillows like and then when the dad was yelling did the kid like like get off the pillow yeah he said he ran and was like hiding under a blanket i mean it's a very funny scene just like hearing japanese above you (laughs) while they're asking what's going i mean the japanese kid could have like saved him it could have been like this is an american custom this is how they show respect for the flag you know the reality is we gotta figure out how to deal with the horniness you gotta fuck a pillow sometimes yeah you just gotta like let it out bust into a pillow yeah so you're saying, what would you have? What would you have done if you? I would had come have never home? done it with someone. Oh no, you're the parent. You come home. I would probably understand. There's a there's a child that is your your our kid's friend. You come home, and they're like writhing on one of your pillows. <laughs> what do you say? What I do you? I probably would get mad about the pillow. Right. I would. You'd be like, probably see scream. this is why we agreed to be a Japanese-based, shoes-off, no-pillow-fucking household. This is why the Japanese are right. They probably are. They probably are. Well, they don't have much COVID, and we have a lot. And with that, Tosh, yeah, is your dump done? Yeah, my dump's done. My dump is done as well. Let's wipe up. I love you. <laughs> I love you.